Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, and this is the sixth week after Pentecost. This week, we are focusing our attention on the Gospel reading for the coming weekend, a reading in which Jesus teaches his disciples how to pray. Our theme for this week is Jesus' disciples pray, and we might add today, pray persistently. We begin our time of prayer this morning in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke chapter 11, beginning this morning at verse 5. And Jesus said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and you go to him at midnight, and you say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived, and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, Do not bother me, the door has already been locked, and my children are in bed with me. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you anything out of friendship, at least because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. Jesus' teaching on prayer continues by telling a story about persistence. And like many of Jesus' parables, it is short, but it also makes us think through a story so that we can not only discover what Jesus wants us to know, but we can also remember it. And one of the things that we might wonder by the end of this story is whether God is like a reluctant sleeping friend that is awakened with a knock on the door. So the so-called friend only does what is asked of him to quiet his friend down. Is God like that? Well, of course not. There's a bit of comedy here. A touch of the absurd that should make us laugh a little as we receive the very good news that our Heavenly Father neither slumbers nor sleeps and provides all that we need even without our asking. But we do ask, of course, as an act of faith and as an act of love and as an act of worship. In the time 
when Jesus lived with limited forms of communication, no texting, no phone, and an unreliable post and message service, when guests arrive, especially as they were traveling on their way to Jerusalem, there was really no way to prepare for them or anticipate their arrival. Nevertheless, when these guests did arrive, the host was expected to open the door and provide safe lodging and food. We've already seen this at work as Jesus had sent out the 35 pairs of people to announce the coming of the kingdom, that that these travelers would come before the host who was expected to open up the door, uh, at which they would receive the blessing of God's peace and they would provide food and lodging. The story Jesus tells must have been familiar to those who heard it. And even those of us who read it now thousands of years later and at a different time and a different place and in a different culture, we can still identify with the problem that this person has, that the surprised host has. And we can identify with the person who at midnight does not want to be bothered by the requests of a neighbor banging on his door, asking to borrow three loaves of bread. And then for Jesus to compare our sometimes desperate prayers to this friend asking for food to serve to an unexpected guest, it is actually in the end a brilliant way for us to learn a deep and puzzling spiritual truth while we ponder a funny story that we can relate to and contemplate its ridiculous comparison that our prayers that come up with desperate need of being caught unaware and caught uh, open in life and, and, and unable to fulfill our obligations and unable to do anything that, that, that's been required of us, uh, put upon this situation, overwhelmed in all of this case, that, that God would first of all uh, turn over and say, go away, I do not want to be bothered. But there's also something else, I think, that's clearly woven into this story. Did you notice how our surprised hope so desperately needs his reluctant sleeping friend and neighbor to help him fulfill the promise of righteousness and at the same time answer the prayer of the weary guest, that guest's prayer for safe lodging, for daily bread? Do you think that in closer inspection Jesus is showing us how when we persistently ask others to do what is good and right and pleasing to God, we will start to find our prayers answered. The sleeping friend will give generously, even if he's still a little annoyed. The host will be able to fulfill all righteous requirements of hospitality, even though he was caught completely unaware and surprised. And the traveler will find that God truly does provide for all his needs in a warm house, a comfortable bed, and with a stomach filled with daily bread. So this is a story that teaches us about prayer, but it also at the same time teaches us about stewardship and how we need and depend on the generous love of our neighbor. How the commandment to love our neighbor as ourself, or to love God and to love our neighbor, is really about the way in which the world is intended to work. In the end, God is not anything like a sleeping neighbor who is only moved by persistence. But our neighbors are like that. And maybe it is time for us to knock on some doors and to ask our friends and neighbors to once again join us in helping to share the good news of the kingdom of God. Do you happen to have three loaves of bread that I could set before a guest? Who today could you invite to live generously and join us 
and caring and loving for our neighbor for the sake of God's kingdom. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you, all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially, we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful this morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the leaders, and the ministries of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, especially our President and his Cabinet, Congress, our courts, all those who serve at state level or local level. For people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, or in communities that are plagued by violence, especially gun violence. For people who work for peace and international harmony, or to bring about reconciliation and better neighborhoods. For all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else? For what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.
bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak. Help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.